Listeners, please note, although this podcast does talk about Gated FC and its employees, we are not connected officially in any way with Gated Football Club. We do work closely and would like to remind listeners that if you message in, remember that you are talking about real people and their jobs. So please contact the show, have your say, but do it in a thoughtful and considerate manner. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Heat Army Podcast Live. It is Sunday, 9 o'clock. There's going to be only one thing. We're sitting here waiting for your messages. What has happened for Gates FC over the last seven days? And how has it affected you? Please let us know. You can tweet us at Heed underscore Army. And of course, there is the chat facility that will be going throughout the podcast. If you're new or old to Gated Football Club, your views are just as important as everybody else's. So come on, join us, have your say, and let's spread the word of Gated FC. Don't forget that all of our shows are there to be listened to if you are new to the podcast, and you can hear all of our back catalogue over the past few seasons. It's all there to listen to and it's all there to talk about in future shows. So remember, share the show with your friends. If they are new to Gateshead as well, why not get them involved? We want everybody talking about Gator Football Club, but more importantly, going down on a match day. The show is brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions, your number one stop for all of your printing needs. And also, we'd love to say a massive thank you to Smooth and Terrell for helping the show sound as good as it is. So have a listen out for them and search for them on Facebook and on Twitter. Hello, welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live. It's issue 25 and we are absolutely buzzing. Gated are still in the playoffs and eight games unbeaten. Um, six wins, uh, seven wins out of the last eight games. Um, can you believe it? Will you believe it? Um, well, we're saying just believe. Hashtag believe. That's what we're doing a campaign. We want many people to get along and we want you to get involved. And lots of people are doing it on Twitter. So anytime you mention Gated Football Club or the Heed or the Heat Army, anything like that, on Twitter or even Facebook, hashtag believe, because that's what we're going to do now. Um, <laughs> it's got that point in the season where we're sitting in the playoffs and you can't do anything but, and we've got the, the, the league table in front of us, although I bring up the wrong one there. But uh, Andrew, uh, see, you were there yesterday, unfortunately I didn't get there, mm-hmm. because no names, they mentioned Neil O'Boyle, who was supposed to be picking us up, who fell asleep and didn't wake up at 20 to 3, and I'm sat there at the door with my coat on, because he was driving, and uh, so I didn't get to the game. Any excuse. I know, <laughs> devastated, absolutely devastated, but um, at half-time I was a bit worried when we were 1-0 down. Ah, uh, yeah. I, compared to the past few weeks, we've, we didn't play nowhere near as good as we had been. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, I don't know, we were just a bit off a game yesterday, but 
what a finish at the end. Um, it's. I think um, me personally, Mitch Brundle turned it around. Mm-hmm. I know people say, oh, Hannon came on and he had a cracking game, which he did. He had a good game. Yeah. But as soon as Brundle came on, I thought we were fantastic. Well, I, look, I looked at the highlights and you could see Brundle had a you know he's very influential he in, in the goals. Yeah, both of them. Um, so fan- whereas we've got a lot of messages coming in the chat facility, I'll quickly read some out before they disappear. Um, animations put evening gent, but it's disappeared. <laughs> As I said, we've got that many. Um, uh, la, 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 let's get up at the top there. James M. Gowland, Evening lads, massive win yesterday, absolutely massive. Uh, you could see what it means to the players at the end as well. Yes, mm-hmm. um, some fantastic uh, footage on uh, Gator FC uh, on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Have a little look at that. Mickey Barris put all hail Sir Wes. Of course, Wes York with the winner. Nathan Carrick, evening lads, bring on Tuesday's game. And Ross Black, who was our guest on Tuesday for the, the, the two-hour-long highlight show, highlight show, update show, um, showed some balls yesterday. Well, dirty sod. Um, to keep to keep going right till the end. And, well, as you say there, didn't show up in the first half to what we can do, but we did in the second. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got to put... Uh, me, personally, you've got to put down the gaffer for his influential uh, substitutions. Yeah. Well, it, it's... Um, so we've got an interview with um, Neil Aspen to play out from Gator FC TV uh, on YouTube. So you can have a watch of that later on, but you'll have a listen to it uh, shortly here on the podcast. Um, so you can have a listen to what he says. But, you know, he's got it right the past few weeks, his substitutions and his formations. I mean, he's mm. had to oh, had jiggle to... it about a little bit at the moment with injuries. Yeah, unfortunately, he's had to change it compared to Tuesday because uh, Jam- Big Jamal's injured, I think. Um, he wasn't in the... Um, starting line up or on the bench, so he had to he had to start at four at the back compared to his normal five. Yeah. Um, and uh, Tom Bia came in. Um, I heard he had a really good game, Tom Bia, when he came on against Macclesfield. Yeah. Um, but he didn't really didn't set the world alight yeah. yesterday. Uh, didn't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. but didn't set the world alight or anything. So, um. It's a forced change, unfortunately, so yeah. the players had to get used to change, um, playing a different way. Well, Mick Scully has sent in uh, messages, but hope and not attempt fate, but looking at the remaining fixtures, I honestly think it's between us and Barrow for that last place, unless Dagenham implode. Well, uh, I say there's a little bit of uh, inconsistency about the league, but Gated are certainly not involved in that. As I mentioned at the top of the show, eight games unbeaten with seven wins. At- just before we came on air, I said this is, feels like two seasons in one. It felt like purgatory all the way up to Christmas. Um, it felt like the season had never really got going, wasn't going to get going. And then, bang, play Barrow mm. twice and look what's happened since. Yeah, but if you think the likes of North Ferriby, uh, exactly the way if we had won them games. I know, but you lose... I mean, obviously, you know, we've we fought guys who were going to be able to can fodder this year. There have been at times, but they've pulled off some, they've beat better sides than us mm. uh, at times, you know. But, you know, if you look back, them two games were, were very winnable, mm. you know. And um, But I think we've learned from our mistakes. Maybe, oh, yes. maybe that was a kick up the backside the team needed, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so it did happen. Just having a look on Twitter, um, we have a tweet that's come earlier on. Callum's tweeted in saying, not, uh, sorry, miss not living in the northeast anymore, so I cannot see the mighty gated. Off to Eastley on Saturday, though. Hashtag believe. Oh, fantastic. And he's using the hashtag. Um, also, as well, we've got a tweet from uh, our phone guest coming up shortly. Um, Suzanne McGuigan has said, absolutely bricking it. 
Uh, hope I can string a sentence together. Not noted for talking about the heat. Yes. Oh, sorry, I think I've read that wrong. Yeah. So, not noted for when talking about the heat. There we go. And also, as well, a shout out to a well. We presume he's a new listener, uh, or if he isn't, um, Kevin Freeman, another uh, American fan. Oh, we believe he's American, he could just be an expat. Mm. But um, welcome and please contact us, Kevin, we'd love to hear from you. Um, say Dean Siva, he's not the only one in America alone, apart no. from the Florida branch as well. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear from live on the show, if they'd like to tweet us, they certainly can. And this is how you contact us. And um, we'd love you to do so. And um, as I say, remember, hashtag believe. And remember, drag your, pe- your friends. Your people. Fa- <laughs> drag your people. Drag your friends and family along because we are starting to believe. The team's starting to believe. Let's get the town and Tyneside starting to believe. that time of the show where we want you to get involved so you can send us your messages send us your thoughts send us your views and you can do it in a number of ways you can do it via twitter at heed underscore army that's how you get to us and also you can do it on the chat facility on the speaker website that we are broadcasting on and the way you can do that is by signing in with your facebook account on the speaker website or app and you can talk to other listeners and us throughout the show. Remember, you can listen on the move as well. You can download the Spreaker app, go into it, search for the Heed Army, and you can listen to us live when you're out and about on your mobile phone, or you can listen to one of our older shows if you are just joining us for the first time. So why not do that and get involved with the Heed Army Podcast Live, brought to you in association with Trade Print Solutions. is how you contact us and we'd love you to do so and um, everyone has been doing it tonight on the podcast it's been fantastic um, Andy Mason's but totally agree uh, uh, yeah Andy Mason's but totally agree with Andrew Brundle made a huge difference Mickey Barris put I was jumping around work like a lunatic when I got the text off Davy and Mick Scully mind I didn't bust my phone uh, thanks to Dave and Mick for keeping me informed go on t- tell us how your phone got broke oh it's not broke it's shattered <laughs> <laughs> won't, won't even turn on or anything, so I'm without a phone. Ah, well. So, but it was worth it. It was. It was worth it. Uh, and uh, James M. Gowland, at least we're winning at the business end of the season. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Dan Bell, if we win on Tuesday, we uh, if we win Tuesday, we will have beaten last year's se- oh, points total with seven games uh, spare. Uh, clear sign of progression. I'm confident that we'll finish higher position than what we did last year and uh, hopefully above the dotted line uh, right um, well as I mentioned before there we've managed to get the audio from GTFC TV's um, interview with Neil Aspen so this is what Neil Aspen had to say after the game remember keep tweeting us Andrew how do you do it at heed underscore army and when we come back from this we're going to speak to Suzanne McGuigan and also we want to know how did you celebrate last night because we know what Andy Mason did and we'll tell you when we come back <laughs> Neil 91st minute winner not good for the heart but you must be absolutely thrilled with that no, not good for the heart, but uh, I can't remember the last time we've had a 91st minute winner, so uh, it's a great time to get a goal, obviously, and um, I felt we pushed in the second half enough 
to deserve to get the winner. And I'm um, really pleased with the uh, attitude of the players in the second half. I thought they, they did everything you could ask to try and come back from a goal down. And uh, it showed that they, you know, how important it is to, to, to keep maintaining the run we're on. Would you say that good sides that are pushing for promotion often have that in them, a late goal? I mean, it's been a lovely back heel, took three players out and then a good cross and a good finish. Well, I think, um, you know, if you're going to achieve anything, yeah, you've got to keep going to the finish because that's what the game's about. So you have to keep pushing. And like I say, I said to the players before the game, whether we get into the playoffs or not, I don't want us not to get there by, by not pushing and doing everything we can to try and get there, which means we've got to try and win as many games as possible. We're certainly not going to sit back and, um, you know, and try and... We've got to be positive, so I want us on the front foot. I think we've got to take some risks, we've got to gamble, but, uh, you know, if we don't get there, it's not going to be through the, the lack of trying. You made two changes at half-time. It was a disappointing open half-hour, but you must be, again, delighted. I mean, the two lads who have come on, uh, Brundle and Hunt, did, did great out wide, didn't they? Well, uh, we, you know, we, we changed the formation to start with because we had, uh, obviously, we got Jamal injured, which was a, a blow. And the system we were playing the first half wasn't working, so we decided to go 4-4-2 in the second half. And Luke out wide with and Wes out wide, and, it, and Luke has a positive influence on us. And then I thought when Mitch came on for Bolts, he gave us more going forward. And um, he's been frustrated about not playing. But like I've said to him, it, everything changes in football, can change in one afternoon. And I thought uh, they both contributed really well to the win. Did you feel that having won six in a row and then drawing and then you've had to change the side for the first time and you know your, your three centre-halves yeah. you couldn't have that did you feel that impacted in the opening half it looked a bit lacklustre and looked a bit strange with it uh, I think the the three centre-backs is is more comfortable for everyone because they know the system but even though we've played three centre-backs even in out of the six wins we had I think we changed it to about four and three of those games so we've normally started with it and changed it during the game whereas today we've started another way I, I think from my, my job as manager I've got to try and watch the game and I've got to try and, and, and look to, to maybe you know do something if, if it's not going to plan but um, I, I don't want to say we're definitely going to play one way but I, I, I like playing with the three centre-backs I think it's, it's, it suits us but um, today we, we, we've had to look at something else why did you think they were so sluggish in the, the, the opening half hour? Well, do you think well, that was just, too hard, hard just, games just away from home? Uh, I just didn't think we passed the ball. I? Yeah. I thought we, I thought we were sloppy in possession, and I think although the system at the back had changed, the actual system in the front areas was the same way with Jordan, Danny, and Wes. That's how they've been playing with the three centre backs. But if you don't pass the ball, you can't really get them into positions on the ball, which we want. So that really nullifies their their impetus but uh, second half we were a lot better You must have a degree of sympathy for Gary Hill and Walker I mean these things happen when you're down near the bottom don't they? I, I can only say that that's the first time I've ever beaten Walker in my career and I once uh, was leading against Walker in, in 2-1 and we had a penalty to go 3-1 when I was at Halifax and we, oh. got, and we got beat by 3-2 in injury time So you have no sympathy? Two. No, no <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm sympathetic to any manager who, who loses it late on because it's an awful feeling. Where I think, you know, I think over the, the times we've played them, it's about time that uh, I came out on top and it's unfortunate for them. But, but I, I will say this about them. I think um, 
you look through the team, they've got good players. Um, I certainly think they're capable of, of being a lot higher up the table and uh, I would expect we'll pick up results from now in the season. I certainly, when I look through their team today and I've obviously watched them, I knew it was going to be a tough game. So finally a massive three points, keeps the run going nicely and now Geisley on Tuesday, it's a, another big one. Every game's big from now, they're all big games. We've got to keep trying to win, like I've said, since this run started, we've got to try and win as many games as possible. Uh, certainly when you get a last minute winner, it gives everybody a boost, but now we're looking at a couple of players injured. Um, I've got to you know, look ahead, transfer deadlines on Thursday, so after that you can't bring anyone in. So it's going to be, it's going to be a busy week with a game and, and you know, and if we bring anybody in, so I've got to look at all things this week. It's going to be, it's going to be busy. Well, you learn something every day. Apparently, after the transfer deadline day, you can't bring anybody in. <laughs> um, so it's great to hear from Neil Aspen there after the game. And of course, he mentioned that there might be one or two movements in the transfer market. Mm. So uh, watch this space. Um, We've, we're going to speak to Suzanne shortly. Um, Mickey Barris asked Suzanne about her screaming during the highlights of yesterday's game. In fact, during that interview with Aspen, I think that was her too. <laughs> um, and uh, Dagan's put brilliant win yesterday, cheering uh, all over from the stadium late. Shame I couldn't have been there. Um, Dave Allen, evening, uh, lad. <laughs> I don't know if one of us isn't a lad anymore. Um, tell Andrew it's a good job it was his phone that got broke and not someone who has lots of friends who wouldn't get lots of messages. That's why I've not put any messages on Facebook saying, oh, don't text us anything because it's only more lass than me, ma, who texts us. Ah. <laughs> uh, Sam Pendleton, who's dying to get this message out, he sent it a few times. Even lads, great last minute winner against the uh, side who are uh, playing for a draw. As we dominate the second half, and it was inevitable that the goal was going to come. Wes York again scoring. It's great to see goals coming right across the front line. And um, he's also put uh, Luke Hannett uh, did really well when he came on, and so did Brundle setting up the winning goal. Yeah, um, mind you as well. He set up the first. I don't know if, it, well. if if you're a, a, like you know if, if you're a I don't know a stalker and you want to see a gated player. Any time I go to Tesco, Luke Hannett's in there in his training gear, just walking around. Right. So, yeah, so if you, if you want to see Luke um, any time, just get down to Tesco, Gated, and you'll, you'll see him walking about. Mick Scully, surprised we didn't stick with the three centre-halves from the start yesterday, moving Bolton inside and playing Brundle right, right wing-back. I thought George Smith was outstanding yesterday, and he was my pick for man of the match. Mm. Yeah, who knows, You might we might see that move on... Uh, Tuesday, if mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if uh, Jamal is, I don't know how long Jamal's out for. It uh, didn't. It, as I say, it was a shock when I didn't see him in the side yesterday, so I wasn't even expecting it. Yeah, and we've got a message from Peter. I think it's a first-time message. Always good to hear. We're looking to strengthen the squad, and I think given uh, the current form, we also need to be careful not to upset the dynamics of the squad. Couldn't agree more. And we've got a message from somebody else new. Uh, Steve Donaldson has tweeted saying loved that yesterday especially after having to put up with half a dozen annoying cockneys behind me for 91 minutes hashtag believe yes hashtag believe remember to keep doing that and Andy Mason's done um, a Spongebob one like what we did yesterday so uh, keep them coming and uh, that's what we want we want you to spread the word um, Dan Bell has put Mitch Brundle could pick up uh, my uncle no could pick my uncle out Oh, I could pick no, my uncle. Couldn't out. pick his uncle up. I know. I have to know what his <laughs> Unless he's a taxi driver. Yeah. Uh, could pick out my uncle uh, with a throw in. Uh, and I, I haven't seen him in years. Well, 
if if you have seen Dan Bell's uncle, um, it, please get in touch. Uh, you know, we, we don't want anybody to lose family members and lose contact. So please uh, do that. Well, um, well, I wonder if Mitch Brundle can do a throwing and walk in football as well as he can in normal football. So, um, do you have throwings in walking football? I, I, I would presume so. Because if you can walk, what you, do, you, you can't be. Really well maybe someone that plays walking football could tell us uh, well, please well, not do da- so not Dave Allen he's always injured yeah. so he wouldn't well, he's, he never, be, he's never there he might throw his back in putting a throw in it Aye, you never it. know that's it well but even still when we come back from this we're going to speak to Suzanne and uh, we'll be see, I think is it, I think she's been on the podcast before on on a pre-recorded interview so this is going to be our first time live so. you've interviewed her you've interviewed You've interviewed her at the stadium before. Yeah. I'm getting so, the out. Yeah. Well, there we go. So, uh, walking football, is it for you? Did you have some moves back in the day? Did you fancy yourself as a Gaza or a Maradona? Well, I tell you what, you can put them skills back to test with Gated Football Club Silver Soccer Walking Football. For only £2, you can strut your stuff at a number of venues around Gated. And here they are, just to let you know where things are happening. At Redshift Boys Club, every Monday morning between 10am and 11am, you can get yourself down there. Liam Rangers are hosting some walking football, um, the venue that is. Every Tuesday between 4 and 5pm. Rutherford, that is just near Lobley Hill, if you didn't know where that is. Every Thursday at 12 noon till 1pm. So if you fancy getting yourselves along there. Also, Gated Leisure Centre every Monday between 1 and 2pm. The Elgin Centre, get yourself there, 11am till 12 noon. Gated International Stadium every Wednesday at 6pm till 7pm. And at Cleveland Hall Community Centre on a Friday morning at 10am till 11am. As I say, it's only £2 a person. Get yourself along. You can contact Gated Football Club via their email at info at gated-fc.com or you can call them on 0191 478 3883. So get yourselves along to play the newest sensation in football for the over 45s. It's Walking Football with Gator Football Club. Well, that was the advert for Walking Football, and we are joined by the lovely Suzanne McGuigan. Hello, Suzanne. Hello, lads. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, and uh, lovely to speak to you. Although I did find out that I'm not the good-looking one on the podcast when we were talking oh, in the advert. I'm sorry. I'm, I'll stay out under pressure. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as I say, we'll, we'll just recap about this, how you felt about the season uh, in the build-up to this past few weeks. Um, did you think it was kind of going to be a, a season that wasn't going to happen before Christmas? Yeah, I felt things were really clicking. I felt um, we were playing great and the team just were gelling. And then just that New Year's Eve, obviously sort of with the New Year coming in, it was just great, you know, to beat Barrow as we did 4-1. It was a really, really good game. And I just felt that, that was the moment, you know, Lieutenant Four was just the start of it all. It was, you know, I think they're really playing well. There's a good team spirit and some playing some good football, which is what we want to we see. Yeah, it's, um, I was going to say, it, it, it's... It's hard not to get carried away, but why not? We're, you know, we've had to say it's felt like a season of definitely a season of two halves, and we're sitting in the playoffs now. So why not get excited? But who, who's the players in the team at the moment that are getting you excited? Oh well, well, Mr. Hogan, I love Mr. Hogan um, as a captain. I've got to think for Keith as number five anyway. Um, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a, a great captain. He's strong. He heads the ball. He just 
communicates well. And I just, I just really like him, and he's easy on the eye as well. So that's good. Uh, I like Lucana as well. I think he's young and sort of bringing something positive, which is good. Whereas York as well, I think he's interesting and sort of you know fast, which is what you, which is what you want to see. Yeah, so you would definitely advocate a new contract for Hogan then, as soon as definitely. possible. Definitely, got, got to stay, got to stay. I know I was having a look at his stats and thought, so he'll stay with Aston for a, for a bit, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he'll stay, he'll stay for definitely another year. He's got to, he's got to we've got to keep him. Yeah, I mean, as I say, all season, even when we were playing a bit iffy, he's always been, he's given a captain's performance, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, just strong, just, just what you want, just, you know, a definite, definite leader. You know, he was having an argument with George Smith at the, uh, the match on Saturday. He tells George Smith to go go up a bit further, and George was arguing back, and Hogan wasn't having any bit, which was good. I wouldn't argue with him, would you? No, definitely not. I, I know you would just submit. You would just submit, wouldn't you, you dirty girl? <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> Hope your husband's not listening. Um... <laughs> No, I'm bored with the next room. Oh, well, that's all right. But, um, Suzanne, I know you've been a Gated fan for many years, but just for the listeners, how many years have you been a Gated fan now? 23 years. How mad that? I've loved every minute of it. Well, I say every minute. I was going to say, like, I mean, anyone that's loved every minute of it, but uh, the last, what, nine years have been something special, haven't they? Yeah. I just just love supporting, supporting my hometown, you know? Just like, why wouldn't you? It's where I was born. Just why wouldn't you want to support it? I just love the, you know, you know everybody in the club and you get, you know, the players and I just think I love that about it. You know, you know the chairman, I just think it's, it's good, you know. People, it, people should come along because it's a good experience, definitely. It certainly is. And um, just looking ahead to Tuesday's game, I mean, I, I'm, I'm nervously excited, um, you know, because Dover, we had a look at the fixtures, they don't have a fixture on Tuesday. They don't have a fixture. All they right. a big fixture this week, so... You know, potentially, you know, results go our way and we, we get three points. We could be embedded five points clear into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was looking at it and guys are on great away. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's my birthday as well on Tuesday. So, the better win, I'm going to be devastated on my birthday. Oh. Dare we ask your age? Oh, 21 again. 21 again. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, as I say, and also as well, um, just looking at that league table, dare I say we on about results being you know five points clear into the playoffs. Results go away. Could even be sitting third on Tuesday night. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. The, the connotations are, 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 are you know I know we we don't tend to well we do tend to read them out, but we don't want to get too excited in or, or you know let ourselves down if we don't get them. But what a position to be in, you know, to to. It's so close, so close to the top now, and you just I know you can't like change time, but like. Some of the results have just gone our way, you know. No therapy, and just think, God, where where could we've been, you know? And just that having that belief in our team that we are good, and that's what Aston always said, wasn't it? You know, you know, judge me by my team, and his team is doing really well at the minute, and you've got to you've got to take credit for that. Yeah, and um, see, I don't know if you heard the interview with Neil Aspen on Gator FC TV there. Um, yeah. that we played out. He's on about bringing in players, uh, possibly bringing in players. Do you do you think that'll be at the back or midfield? I, yeah, I mean, I missed Danny Johnson's goal because uh, Bolton came off injured and he was getting treatment. So I was looking at that and then I looked up and Danny Johnson's goal had gone in. So I think Bolton might have a have an issue. So it's going to be there and obviously Fifield as well. So it's going to be in it's going to be in the defence, isn't it? Yeah, 
that's not with that strike force. You don't need anyone else. <laughs> no, but I mean, same. Plus, as well, I mean, the players we've got on the bench that can chip in with goals. We know, like Hammett and stuff, and Niall Bell as well, who's hungry when he comes on. He's, he's you know, he's, he's in around the box, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be, it's got to be at the back. And I think Montgomery's been a great keeper as well to bring in. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, um, he... sorry, uh, well, we've had a message from Mickey Barris. He's asked us to play um, the YouTube clip, but we can't do it. <laughs> um, but apparently, you're screaming on the um, on the highlights. Yeah, it's. I mean, I've ruined about four highlights now. I've ruined York Barrow, Dagenham, and the BT Sport highlights are up. I'm on that as well last night, so I just I apologise. It was bloody great that goal. Isn't when the, York score was just I like th- what? I think about um oh, I think about six seven years ago there was a woman called the Arsenal screamer. Yes, uh, yeah. and she used, right. to, she used to scream before a shot was taken. And um, she got like a bit of notoriety because I think she got the habit of screaming when they were going in. <laughs> so you could be the gated screamer. I could be the gated screamer. Mm. Ah! <laughs> Somebody's going to score tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, behave, but... behave yourself. I'll put you under tension. <laughs> oh, oh, please. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Does your girlfriend not listen to this? Um, thankfully not. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. And um, we've got one last message, and um, it's from Mickey Barris for you, Suzanne. It's got I think Suzanne's in training for adult films, so no, uh, no, no, definitely not. Definitely not teaching all the way. Teaching all the way. Uh, well, teaching in adult yes. films. No, no, no. That's the way to do it. Well, Suzanne, thank you very much for talking to us. And uh, you're, you're been, very well. Thank you. I'm honoured to be on. Thank you so much. You've been a great guest, and hopefully we'll thank speak you. to you again soon. Definitely, definitely. Are you going on Tuesday? Yes, I'll definitely be there because I'm going to drive under drive myself and not wait for somebody else to fall asleep. <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. It's, honest, I well, was delivered. You'll see us or you'll hear us, depending on the scoreline. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Thank you very much, Suzanne. You're welcome. Cheers. Anytime, anytime. Cheers. Thank bye. you. Bye, bye. The Gateshead Screamer. There we go. You can see I'm getting our own T-shirt now, our own little <laughs> Twitter page, can't you? And that, the Gateshead Screamer. I think she's going to come a little celebrity in the stands. Um, well, it's been a of getting new people messaging us and we've got another uh, first time messenger uh, and, sorry yep, and they're using the believe yep the football therapist has tweeted saying loving the podcast hashtag believe I'll drag a friend along on Tuesday don't worry though it won't be the ref or fourth official from Saturday ooh spill the beans I didn't hear anything about poor refereeing or I can't remember I don't know can you remember say, no. he made a few couple of dodgy decisions I, uh, I saw Aspen having a go at him a couple of times but now it's different from what refs are like this this in, in this league like. Uh and you know fine fine well what the refs are like in this league. Mm-hmm. And um You know you've listened to what I'm saying. I am, I am, I am, I am. What did uh, I just say? How is uh, how uh, did I just say? <laughs> what was I talking about? I'm trying to do two things at once. <laughs> I don't know why I went high pitched there because I'm really sorry. Um Ross Matthew Black who our guest our first guest to come with uh four cans of lager. Uh, on mm-hmm. the podcast, and um, he didn't swear. Uh, Hogan is the best creative centre half I've seen at Gateshead. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree with that. Mm. Um, he's, he's definitely a cut above. Um, Dave oh, Allen. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Ross. <laughs> Ross was in uh, Corbridge yesterday. Oh, very, I heard very about posh. This. Yeah. A few of the lads thought he was in Corbridge. So, <laughs> this, so the Snapchat of him saying Ross were, were losing one 0 How's Corbridge? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, nah. Well, also as well, he, he put a thing on Facebook saying he doesn't know if he'll be able to show his face in corporate again following his celebrations, so oh, I don't know what he's done. Um, Probably sat down and broke a seat. Oh, don't say that. Uh, and uh, Ross has put the referee was woeful. Um, Dave Allen has put, well done, Suzanne. Good to hear some class on the podcast. He's Ooh. a cheeky sub, that Dave Allen, isn't he? It's a good job he does a good quiz for when we need him. And uh, Mickey Barris put, got to agree, Davey. And um, Sam Pettin has put, cheers, Dan. Agreed. Uh, great captain, Liam Hogan, winning every header in the air against the number nine and looked a handful up, who looked a handful up front. Um, was that Thomas who was number nine for Woken? Yes. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's a decent player. Uh, to be honest, Woken always have good strikers. Mm. Always have throughout mm. the years. Um, yeah, I always remember when they had. Uh, oh, who was the goalkeeper they had many years ago? Oh no, it wasn't the goalkeeper they had. Uh, oh, I forgot his name now. Uh, he used to play for Chelsea. Clive Walker. Mm. He was a. He was like a. Good Nuldy. Mm. Um, he was playing till he was forty odd. They had a couple of FA Cup runs, and he was a good player. Uh, also done for flashing, I think. Uh, no? Yeah, so I'm sure someone will uh, find it and send a link to us. Um, but we're James play- and Gowland. Yeah, we're going <laughs> <laughs> to play a message from our uh, friends at Sylvester Properties. Um, so have a little listen to this. You've still, oh, hang on, you've still never said what Andy Mason done to celebrate last night. We put up on Twitter uh, and Facebook. Uh, how did you celebrate last night? What did you do? <laughs> Andy Mason replied back with Leslie Mason. <laughs> <laughs> So we know what he did last night. We hope she enjoyed it. Um, but this is a message from our friends at Sylvester Properties. Uh, sorry to put that mental image in your minds, everybody. Um, I'm sure it was a passionate, passionate night. Um, but Hot and steamy oh, in yeah. the Mason household. <laughs> well, we hope it was in the house. Right, have a listen to this. Sylvester Properties is one of the fastest growing estate agents in the Northeast. At Sylvester Properties, they don't just put a board up outside of your house and hope for the best. They are specialists in social media marketing, using an array of online resources to find the best buyer or tenant for your property. As an innovative up and coming company, we know that one size does not fit all, so each of their packages is tailor made to suit your needs and preferences. Whether looking to sell, rent, or invest in a property, Sylvester Properties has the customer service skills, property marketing, expertise, and resources to get you the best results in record time. Contact one of our team on 01207. 262111 or alternatively on 0191-500-5252. Well, that was from our friends at Sylvester Properties. And, um, Ross, <coughs> are you all right there? Is this, uh, Andrew's died. <coughs> Crazy, are you? Oh, sorry, there, there we go. Um, right, Ross Matthew Black has shed a light on what happened in corporate. Everyone else in corporate oh, was capping. Uh, well, we'll get that message back up. Everyone else in corporate was uh, clapping respectfully where I was jumping around like a lunatic. A few funny looks. Um, Mickey Barris has told us that Walker was a bit of a funny person. Uh, Diggins put... Um, who would you? Uh, who would be your ideal signing in the transfer window if we don't go up? And I was thinking about this the other day, who I'd like to see come in, and there's only one name for me that comes in, and that would be Carl Magny. Because you could either play him at the back, 
or on right wing back. That's uh, he's a, he's as a, much as I liked Magny as a player when he played for Gateshead, I wouldn't have him back. Would you not? Nah, I nah. thought he was, don't get us wrong. He was one of my favourite players when he played mm-hmm. for Gateshead. Yeah, but I couldn't see him fitting in our team. I, I could, I, I could see him either one of the back three mm. or uh, either wing back as a utility player because you know you can play in several different positions. You can play in every position across the back mm-hmm. five. That's where I would look. Mm. Um, but uh, let us, everyone else, let us know what you think. It's a good question. Uh, who would you possibly uh, bring in? Mm. So, um, right, um, right. Uh, Jordan Burrow has made the impact since uh, signing for us and up front. Uh, three looked unstoppable against any defence. Anytime Johnson had the ball, their defenders were backing away from him and good to see him take an early shot. And Andy Mason's put, listening to the podcast and my mum is having a cup of tea. Cheers, Dave. Well, you're the one that said it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure she knows that you do do that because you've got a child. Um, <laughs> it'll not be a shock, Andrew. She doesn't think you're a monk. Uh, and you're married. So, <laughs> birds and the bees. And, um, Oh yes, here we go. So we've got the deets on Walker, uh, and Walker was done for flashing to some schoolgirls whilst oh, whilst at Sunderland, claiming he fell asleep while sunbathing <laughs> and left the towel in the house. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember reading about that. Um, and Ross Matthew Black, he's um, come up with a, a signing. Mm. Nicky Devidix would be a good signing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know if he'd want to come. I mean, kind of if if rumours are believed, he turned us down to go to Dover. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I suppose a loan move is different. No, he turned, down, he turned it down to go to um, Hartlepool, didn't he? Yeah, but a loan move a couple of weeks ago oh, as well. Sorry. Yeah, so um, yeah, well, that's just what you hear on the grapevine. Remember, you can still tweet us, uh, Andrew. How do you do it? At Heed underscore Army. Right. Well, as I say, we're just kind of um, looking at the fixtures on Tuesday night. There's a full card bar Dover and somebody else. I can't figure out who it is just by looking at the moment, but. Um, there's a few games uh, that do capture our attention, teams that are in and around us. Um, all the shots are at home to Dagenham, which is a big game. A draw would be great for us there, mm. um, ideally. Same with Barrow and Wrexham, or Wrexham to win uh, even better um, in that game. Also, looking a little bit further down, I think Macclesfield are out of the chase now. Yeah. Um, another game in and around us is uh, North Ferriby at home to Tranmere. Can you see an upset there? Nah. Um, and also as well, the, Andrew informed us about uh, former Gated striker and former York striker Richard Brody has found a club again. He's back at Southport. Yes, and Southport visit York on Tuesday. Is it all? So we had on that though. So hey, how many clubs has he had this season? Four. I thought there was a limit of how many you could play for. Um. Uh, yeah, that's true. I think it must be four. But he's already played for Southport. He, did he? Didn't he start? The, is season at Southport? No, started at York. Loaned out to... Yes. Um, who was he loaned out to? Was he loaned out at Southport? Mm, he might be. Who knows? No. I, don't, I don't know, but he definitely got loaned out and then um, then he was released and he went... So what was... Uh, someone will be able to tell yes. what was Brody's, What's been Brody's clubs this season? Boston. He went to Boston. So Stockport. Yeah. Stockport, yeah, yeah. So he's been... He's been about... Um, he's three Right, and um, Sam Pendleton's put, I'd like to say Russell Penn on a permanent. He looked a good player during his loan spell. I, I personally wouldn't have him. I don't think he, he I think he just showed enough to... He's getting on a bit now as well, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, not a player I would bring in. I don't think he's tore up any trees at Wrexham either, has he, no. since he's went there. So, um, yeah, and um, he's... I'll tell you one who... Uh... Oh, apparently he's gone to Braintree, Andy. No. 
he's gone to Southport. He, he played um, against Braintree yesterday. Ah, he was right. on the bench for Southport yesterday. Mm. Yeah, well, um, interesting. What was I going to say? Sorry, um, before Mickey put us off. I'm not sure. Um, oh, I'll tell you who I wouldn't mind signing in the summer. Oh. Who had really good reports from Wrexham is John Rooney. I he only left Wrexham because they had to pay him a certain amount of money after a certain amount of appearances, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Didn't he? Where's he at now? Is it? Um, he went to North Ferriby. Is it North Ferriby? Or Guysley, one of them. Guysley. North Ferriby oh, or Guysley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think maybe Guysley. Uh, he always had a kind of game at Chester. Um, mm-hmm. after, didn't he go to New York Red Bulls and then played for Rochester uh, in one of the feeder mm-hmm. leagues to the MLS on loan, I think? Then came back to play because he started at Macclesfield, didn't he? He, mm. he got games quite young as well. I think he's still only about 24, 25. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, 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 from what I've seen of him, though, he played like Sam Jones type of role just behind the front two, didn't he? He's never, mm. you know, but um, who knows? It's, you, know, you think he might be available in the summer? Um, yeah, decent player. Uh, well, just having a look about, we've got more. Um, oh! There, what Mickey's just put on the bottom. Yeah, Rooney went off injured for Geisley yesterday. So, uh, oh well. <laughs> yeah, and um, Dan Bell has put. I think it's Bromley. You're thinking about who has two? Who else isn't playing? So Bromley's the other team that isn't playing. Um, mm. Andy Mason started the season at York, then went on loan to Macclesfield before signing for Boston. So that's five. Cl- that's so he's went to York, Macclesfield, Boston, Stockport. And Southport, so that's Did, five. No, the Stockport was the season before. Oh, was it? The season before, yeah. Uh, he finished off at Stock, Stockport, so so it's four clubs. And, uh, yeah, it might be different the lower level. So you know, I think you, you uh, played uh, so many in the hmm. football league, I think. And um, we have um, a tweet. Uh, Pinkstar has tweeted saying, "See you Saturday." To um, sorry, I can't remember the lad's name. Legendary Derek, Derek. Cat. Callum. Callum. Dirk. It is not Derek. Dirk. Dirk. Well, you know. Just like you, have Burke. And now he's got Callum there. What did I say, legendary Callum? You called him Derek? Derek. Anyway, see you back. See you back there. Hashtag believe. See, we use. Same and Lowry people are using the believe. If, you've, if anyone's seen his comments on Facebook, what a bugger he is. <laughs> um, right. Um, what about James Alibi from Chester? Looked a handful up front for them. I can't really remember him. Mm, he did, yeah. He's, uh, he was the one that. Um, he put he basically pushed Hogan off the ball when they had the when they won the break. Oh, you, did you watch a match or not? Can you remember? Yeah, yeah, I did watch that one. Yeah, they won the break and he just pushed Hogan off the ball and he bother. Yeah, and bear in mind to push Hogan off the ball is quite a challenge. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some decent players about, but he's, I mean, um, also as well. I mean, we, we were just before we came on air, we we're looking about. I mean, you know, see if we don't make the playoffs or we're unlucky. Just having a look about there. Uh, What's happening uh, in the other conferences, Conference North and South, about teams that could potentially join us? It looks like Panorama yes, National League North and Panorama yes. National League South. Okay, get then. it right, David. I will. I'll get it right. But um, ESC files look like they're going to break the hoodoo of the last couple of seasons, and it looks like they're going to win the league. But the playoffs look very interesting in uh, the Conference North. Of Anorama North League, should I say? Um, Salford, Kidderminster, Chorley, and Dalton, as it stands, with Stockport and Halifax and Tamworth ready to pounce to try and get in there just below. So, looking at them, say it's going to be very tough. Uh, you know, <laughs> going to be some exciting fixtures. If Dalton come up, it'll be a good derby again. Salford, um, obviously, 
notoriety for the Manchester United link, the former players that own them, they're going full-time next season regardless mm. if they go up or not. And did you say Harrogate are doing that as well? Harrogate's going full-time next se- next season, yeah. Yeah, um, so interesting times in teams that are uh, close by, or, or well, closer than some of the teams that we normally play. And um, we had a look at the... Uh, Vanarama South and it's, it's a little bit uh, see I haven't barely looked at it to be honest but the teams that come up Dartford Ebbsfleet you know Chelmsford they've been in the conference of late mm. but a name, two names that are hovering around the playoffs that we've never really I don't think they've been the conference Pool Town and Hungerford so uh, mm. you know there's some potential different names there and Hampton and Richmond Borough who are just known as Hampton on this league table that we've got in front of us don't know if they've changed the name but that used to be a connection to uh, Graham Wood yeah he used to be chairman there isn't the I don't know if he's still there the um, the manager was from Gateshead as well I can't remember his name though few of the, few of the Gateshead fans know him yeah uh, Alan Dowson no, yeah, uh, so possibly uh, Mickey Barris has put uh, Alibi was strong very quick a good shout Sam uh, well we should <laughs> um, James M. Gowns but we should change it from hashtag believe to hashtag scream in, in honour of our uh, fantastic Gateshead screamer Mm-hmm. So, mm, we'll see. <laughs> People might think what they're doing. And um, Annie Mason's put, don't worry about who's coming up to the National League when we'll be in League 2 next season. Hashtag believe. Blackpool away. Oi, oi. Uh, I wouldn't mind that. Like, we can, wouldn't it? Still, uh, still get Blackpool away if I will go up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you a story. You know, for a fact, it'll be a Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, it will be. It will be. But who knows? We're going to have a Tuesday night out in Blackpool. I can tell you a story about Tony Carter vomiting in a bed and breakfast with me, saying, oh, I feel like I'm going to be sick, and he burped, and he just projectile vomited, <laughs> and it went all over. I've never seen it. It was like slow motion. It was kebab. It was lager. It was everything. Anyway, he went and washed up and come back, and he goes, oh, I feel a lot better now, and he was just rubbing sick all over his <laughs> chest hair. Anyway, I'm sorry about that, listeners. It was just it was something I had to share with you. Cause I've it just-, just ate steak and potato soup before I came out. Mm. Well, if that didn't upset your stomach, here's Andrew singing. I'm waiting, so get your voice heard on the Heed Army podcast, where you can talk about all things Gateshead. us who've been doing it all night and we thank you to the new people that have done it as well if you are a new person that's just tuned in remember everybody's welcome to join the podcast talk to us send your messages send your thoughts send your views and um just looking a little bit further ahead from tuesday's game the next two games both on the south coast eastly away dover away um what a massive week that is going to be that's tough for the players that though isn't it yeah doing two games long journey two Two long journeys two games on the south coast um Eastley having a bit of a funny season. Brought Martin Allen in. Left after was it six weeks, mm. if that. Mm. 
not performing to where you'd think they'd be for the money that they've spent and the players that they've got. Not going to be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- this is the well. This is where we're going to separate the men from the boys in the playoffs, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. So, is that? Well, I know there's a few people going down. Uh, are people going to be going to both games? It's a big. It's a lot of money. It's a lot yeah. of travelling. Might as well have a week down there. Yeah, I know. It's. Uh, it's got, well, I'd imagine uh, Pinkster will make it to both of them. Uh, you, you would hope so. <laughs> two games on the south coast and on his doorstep, it would be great. Are Ebbsfleet in the National League South? They are, and they are in the playoffs as well, as it stands at this moment in time. So, yeah, um, it's, you know, them two games, it, uh, uh, I suppose we can't look too far ahead than the next couple of games, but, you know, if we get, would five points from the next three games be acceptable? Uh, look, well, I'm not going to say to, I think if, uh, I'm going to accept mm. anything. Uh, the minute you know, I'm happy with the way the season's ending. Now we've got six, seven. You want at least six? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Six so, or seven, yeah, yeah. Nine would be just out of this world, wouldn't it? Uh, I think. Yeah. It would, you know, I think they would just. Uh, I was expecting two points these past two games. To be honest, yeah, I was. Yeah, I thought these Macclesfield and uh, Wogan were going to be really, really, really hard games. Yeah. Um, on a different note, this is from uh, Mickey Barris. Who's put on a different note. Obviously, Andy's ruled out of this. Uh, <laughs> as can many Heed fans text Total Sport tomorrow. Let's uh, generate some interest on Tuesday's game. Text eight one triple three and start the message with BBC. Oh, go. I felt like I was in the room with Simon Pride there, didn't it? Uh, well, he wouldn't talk about if it was in the room with Simon Pride. <laughs> I'm only kidding, Simon, because I know you're a long time listener. Um, <laughs> James M. Gowland has put booze cruise to Calais after the match. Um, if, if, if you're paying and uh, taking us down, is Sean MacDonald still with us? Um, I believe he's still on the books, isn't he? Is he yeah, out yeah, on yeah. loan at was concert? concert? He yeah, was. I don't know was. if he still is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, well. Just looking like, at, at those games, people are we're still waiting for it because we know we're, uh, we're waiting to hear if people are going down. We know that um, Callum's going down, Neil Pinkett, and I think uh, John Young and Simon Lowry will probably be down there, Dan Robinson. So th- Simon, we know there's Simon on holiday still. I think he'll be back for that, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, it's hopefully, you know, we can get a good support down there. And it, I say that it's, it's a big ask, though, isn't it? Mm. Them two games, yeah, uh, yeah. fans are travelling, and uh, it's amazing that the support that we get. I know it's it's not great in numbers, but um, hopefully we can get them numbers up at home. Um, we're in the playoffs; we're generating interest. Um, as I say at the top of the show, I did mention we've been doing the hashtag believe. It's all about just every time was any time you they tweet about Gated or post on Facebook, put hashtag believe. You know, let's get everyone talking, get people. You know, just just interested seeing what we're believing in and get them along to the game. It was this time a couple of years ago when we were getting in around the playoffs that we started to get a couple of thousand crowds. You know, it, it, mm. and if we're there again, we can get them crowds again. I mean, what was the, was it six thousand we had against Cambridge? Something like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. three thousand wasn't it? Something like that against Cambridge yeah, in, the, in yeah. the, uh, the last home game of the season. Yeah, so, yeah, three thousand something. Like that, yeah. Right. So I mean, there's nothing to stop us doing that again. You know. Say that there's a good feel good factor around the North East at the minute, uh, you know, apart from Sunderland and, and Middlesbrough. But I mean, you know, obviously Newcastle's top of the league and with South Shields are doing well. And uh, I hate them. yeah, I do. But uh, also, as well, 
someone on Facebook was it Lee uh, uh, Lee Cook was saying can we start a Gateshead branch a South Shields supporters Gateshead branch no we can't what was he saying he says yeah, follow Gateshead one week and then follow Shields the next well, no he, he can't he can bugger off uh, Gateshead or note Gateshead or note um, unless you're a Newcastle fan following Gator, then you're welcome to come along. Um, <laughs> also, Nando Middlesbrough. Um, but yeah. Um, so, and um, Nathan Carrick's put, will you do an update show for the Dover game? If there is no commentary, we will do uh, an oh, update. He's looking, he's looking ahead there, isn't he? He is. He's looking two weeks ahead. First uh, of so, April. Yes. Oh, April Fool's Day. Oh, yeah. If BBC Newcastle or uh, deviate from Sunderland Newcastle, they'll most probably be drooling about South Shields. Be lucky to get a mention. And um, Ross Matthew Blackpot, it was sarcastic, lads. I doubt it. And um, we've got Project 2K, 3K, Cambridge over 2K uh, for the Southport game too. Well, yeah, as I say, well, you know, that's what we want. We want people to believe that it can happen. Believe! Okay, so hashtag believe. Let's get drag your friends along Tuesday night should be a fantastic atmosphere if we win we could potentially be five pen, five points embedded into the playoffs I know Doval have games in hand but they've got to play them and points on the board is the most important thing so we want to have everyone there cheering these lads on because that's what they need because they've done us well done us proud over there and um uh, Dan Bell has put four points minimum from the next two. Players are professional enough to know what to do at Dover. Let's shut that. Dover? <laughs> yeah, so he's put the Dover. Let's shut that annoying twit Kinnear up. It's over two weeks away, man. I know. Right, just under two weeks. Yeah. And Peter has put, it will be great for the North East if Shields win. <laughs> I didn't care. Um, let's say that it's, it's not as good an achievement as Whitley Bay. It's uh, Dunstan getting there. The amount of money Shields have spent. It, yeah, if you put, they've if you bought put it, it, they've if you, bought it. They've bought it. You know, if you put it to like, um, you think about, it, they've got an Argentinian international. They've yeah. got play, a lot of players that were playing professional football last God. year. It's like putting Liverpool in League One and saying uh, that they deserve to yeah. win the EDL Cup or whatever. Nah, can't see it. Um, but you know, if they, that's what they're going to do. Let's see how many. Let's see what crowd they get next year when they can't drink on the terraces and the prices double to get in. Um, but that's my rant at South Shields good luck uh, right um, it's all about Gator that's what we want and we want you to get along on Tuesday so we're going to wrap it up there as I say get yourselves along remember to tweet believe let's build up the momentum with the fans the players have done it for on the pitch it's our turn now to get things moving so um, just leave it to say thank you to Andrew and Susan as well uh, she was Suzanne she was great on the phone wasn't she mm-hmm. the Gator screamer yeah yeah, so there we go. I just thought Chris said I was good looking. Ah, uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm just going to go and cry now. Uh, so on that note, we will see you uh, next week and hopefully we'll be um, still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, yep, okie dokie, bye. Bye. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue, build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue, or take the long way home just because kind of rogue. Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. Wrap up the year with holiday cheer at the all-new Busch Gardens Christmas Celebration. Experience a winter wonderland as you walk through eight festive villages with twinkling lights, holiday decor, and entertainment. Busch Gardens Christmas Celebration is a limited capacity event. Select dates through January 3rd. 
Take advantage of the biggest sale of the year going on now through November 27th. Buy one two park membership, get one half off during the Black Friday sale. Make your reservation today. Restrictions apply.